Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. That has happened in my life had to happen for me to be who I am and is required for where I'm going. For that, I'm grateful. The amazing power of gratitude is something that I don't think you can study enough. Uh, or I think it's I think it's it's extremely important to work on a deeper understanding of gratitude on a regular basis. As in the science of getting rich says, gratitude is what keeps us connected to our source of supply. It's very interesting how uh, major uh, societies all around the world have put aside special days to be grateful, to consciously be grateful, to say, here's a day where we're going to collectively be grateful. And it's not just a nice thing to do. It's an extraordinarily powerful process uh, that you can you can totally train yourself to think by, meaning that you can pre-decide, pre-think that everything that happens in your life, your first reaction to it is going to be gratitude. Now I'm going to go through a little teaching on this and why this is so important. But gratitude keeps us connected to our source of supply. Gratitude keeps us connected to our source of supply. So whether you call that the universe, or you call that spirit, or you call that God, or you call that the angels, or energy, whatever you call it, gratitude keeps us connected to our source of supply. The idea behind it is that if we can if we can if we can do our very best to stay conscious with no matter what's happening in our life we instantaneously have the power to direct the outcome as we want to direct the outcome to the best of our ability but we cannot do that if we become disconnected psychologically, emotionally, spiritually from our source of supply. We must stay connected. And the way that we stay connected is by practicing gratitude. It has enormous spiritual implications and it has enormous psychological and emotional implications. It also, I think from a generational perspective, if you begin to look at generations of individuals where the idea of victimization seeped into the mindset or seeped into the family. Once that happens, you become disconnected from your power. You project your power out and onto other things, people, problems, places, circumstances, ideologies, what have you. And as that begins to happen, you literally start to form the belief that everything is happening to you. And in that moment, even though the reality is you always have your power, if you're not conscious of the fact that you have your power, you become extremely impotent in the idea of what you can cause and affect in your own life. 
So it's always, I'm reacting to the world. I'm reacting to the things. But the power that you have is so immense that basically anything can be changed. Anything can be redirected. Any problem can be solved. If we look at The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy, which is probably the best book that's ever been written for the layperson on the subconscious mind, it's a, it's a fantastic study. He talks about something he calls the law of belief. And the law of belief is something that's fascinated me ever since I started studying. He says, all religions of the world represent forms of belief, and these beliefs are explained in many ways. The law of life is belief. The law of life is belief. They're, they're one and the same. Now let that just sink into your mind. I mean, you might want to write that down and carry it with you uh, for a while. The law of life is belief. What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about life and the universe? Is it done unto you as you believe? Belief is a thought in your mind that causes the power of your subconscious to be distributed into all phases of your life according to your thinking habits. You must realize that when the Bible speaks of belief, it is not talking about your belief in some ritual, ceremony, form, institution, or formula. It's talking about belief itself. The belief of your mind is simply the thought of your mind. The belief of your mind is simply the thought of your mind. What he's talking about is what is the consistent thought that we carry all day long, every day? This is why gratitude is so important because if gratitude is the first thought, it lines you up with what? The truth. It lines you up with the truth in every situation. It's pre-framing. It's, it's, uh, it's pre-cognitive of the idea that if I, can, if I can see the truth in something, not only can I affect it quickly, but I start to eliminate major mistakes, major setbacks in my life. He then quotes Mark 9.23, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. All things. All things. But if, I, if I'm going to use belief as a conscious tool, if I don't have gratitude, I can't use belief as a conscious tool. Because the, if, uh, if I'm not in conscious gratitude, I'm in unconscious what? Some kind of victimization? some kind of uh, anger. I'm in some kind of a negative emotion that I'm using to describe what it is that I'm experiencing. Also, if I'm looking back at my life, if, if my frame in my mind about my life is that all of these bad things happened to me, I shouldn't have had my par the parents that I had, they shouldn't have done the things that they did, the kids that I went to school with, they shouldn't have done this. These different experiences that I had were trauma. And, and I label all of these problems. I'm not in gratitude. I'm in victimization. 
Even though I may try to mentally work my way around to gratitude, I'm not in gratitude. And my belief at the time is that I don't have that power. I'm not one with my source of supply. And people spend lifetimes trying to get back to it or trying to even get into it consciously to begin with. It is foolish to believe in something that will hurt or harm you. If I'm not in gratitude, I'm in something that will hurt or harm me. Usually it's some kind of addictiveness. Right? I mean, if you look at anything, either you're grateful for it or you're not. And if you're not, you're, you're one of the other negative ideas, one of the negative emotions, which then puts you in something that I think is fascinating. In, in the chapter on the law of attraction and working with the law, Hollywell says this. He says, this proves that expectation is a powerful, attractive force Never expect a thing you do not want and never desire a thing that you do not expect. Never expect a thing that you do not want and never desire a thing that you do not expect. Gratitude is an expectation. If I'm training myself, if I'm programming myself, if I'm training myself to think in gratitude, that is an expective force. I expect good things to happen. I expect the thing that happened to me, the thing that I'm experiencing, to better my life in some way. Everything that has happened in my life had to happen for me to be the person that I am. Absolutely had to happen. How do we think about the things that have happened to us? And not only did it have to happen for me to be the person that I am, it had to happen for me to be the person that I'm becoming. The more I want to step into my purpose, the more I want to uncover what that purpose is, really become conscious of that purpose, be really powerful in what I do, I have to accept that everything that happened is part of that purpose. Never expect a thing that you do not want and never desire something that you do not expect. All of your experiences, all of your actions, and all of the events and circumstances in your life are but the reflection and reaction to your own thought. So if we go back to the science of getting rich, gratitude keeps you connected to your source of supply. With the belief in that source, I can do anything. I can do anything. The underlying law that regulates supply in the world of effects has two important phases. One is desire and the other is expectation. Two important phases. One is desire, the other is expectation. Now, you know what you desire. I know what I desire. But every day, what is my unconscious expectation of that desire? I cannot hold a lack of gratitude for anything in my life and consciously expect from a place of desire and belief at the same time. One energy is affecting the other. 
If I feel vindictiveness around things that have happened in my life, I am mixing that energy with the thing that I say that I desire. Because I can't be in two polar opposite energies simultaneously and expect to attract what I want. The, everything works from a higher form to a lower form. When you create, when you're consciously manifesting, you're moving from a higher form to a lower form. What did Christ say? If you study, if you study Christ's teaching, what was the one of the first things that Christ said before he did any miracle? I thank thee, Father, that you hear me. He was in gratitude for the miracle before he did anything. Pre-framing the idea of gratitude. Why? Because it was that he was expecting the miracle to take place. Do you expect the sale to come in? Do you expect to meet the person? Do you expect to have an amazing day? Do you expect things to go your way? If you do, you're grateful before they happen, before you take action. I'm setting up the expectation. It keeps me connected with my source of supply. I'm tapped in all the time. And we can train our mind to be in gratitude always. Now, here's something else. Gratitude, being in gratitude always does not remove you from the ability to dislike something that happened, to feel pain, to grieve if you lose someone or something. You can still have those experiences and be grateful at the same time. But when you judge, you can't. When you judge, you can't. You cannot judge something as being bad or negative or being a victim or wanting something to go the other way when it didn't go the other way and be in gratitude at the same time. You can't do, you, it's not going to happen. You set a long delay in everything that you want to manifest in your life when you do that. And then we hear people say things like, well, I'm working on it. I'm getting there. It's the next step of growth. No, not really. It's just a decision. It's a decision. This whole idea that we have to unpack everything that happens to us, it's BS. We don't. And that's a trick of your subconscious mind to keep you in the story of the problem. The underlying law that regulates supply in the world of effects has two important phases. One is desire, the other is expectation. These mental attitudes represent lines of attractive force, the former being the positive phase of the law and the latter the negative phase. While phases must be compiled with to obtain the best and the greatest results. The first phase, desire, embraces a positive process of attraction. That is, when an individual earnestly desires a thing that he sets up a line of forces that connects him with the invisible side of the good that he desired. So he's bringing Hollywell here. This is from Working with the Law, uh, on the Law of, the law of Attraction, Chapter uh, 4. 
he is he is automatically working with the idea of staying connected immediately with the desire. The first phase of desire embraces the positive process of attraction. That's the law of polarity. It's not that the other side doesn't exist, but it's a conscious process of staying in and being aware of that law. That is, when an individual earnestly desires a thing, he sets up a line of force that connects him with the invisible side of the good desired. Should he weaken or change in his desire, that particular line of force is disconnected or misses its goal. But if he remains constant in his desire or ambition, the good demanded is sooner or later realized in part or in entirely. The principle involved is that you cannot long or yearn for anything unless it already exists. So here he's saying you can't long or yearn for anything. What if you're not in the desire, the expectation? What if you're in the resistance? What if you're in the vindictive mind? What if you're in the complaining mind? What if you're in the pain mind? What line of force are you setting up then? If not in form, then in substance, and desire is the motive power for calling it forth into visible appearance or physical effect. Where's desire first? It's here. You know it. You feel it. You want it. You yearn for it. It's also an urge. That, that urge exists not just with humans, but it exists in all life. It's a consistent urge to be, do, have, and to can move forward in our life. To attract, to bind, to bring in. When we consciously go into belief, we bind with the thing that we want. We go into a binding process. It becomes ours. We are one with the thing. It is no use to desire a thing unless you expect to get it either in part or full, desire without expectation is idle wishing and dreaming. You simply waste much valuable mental energy in doing this. Desire will put you in touch with the inner world of causes and connect you by invisible means with the substance of the thing that is desired. It connects you. One with. Then, continuous expectation is necessary to bring into the reality of your life. Much like the pull of gravitation in the physical realm, expectation is a, is a drawing force of the mind which acts in the invisible realm. You flip it over, go back to Waddles. Gratitude keeps us connected with our source of supply. This allows you to go from one desire to the next, from one thing that you need or want to the next, without ever breaking the chain of causation, because you're always in gratitude. It's not remembering I have to be grateful. It is going through life being grateful. There's also a, a whole measure of faith here. 
that you have to take into consideration because a lot of the things that we're going to say I'm going to be grateful for on the surface may not appear to be good. They may be painful. They may have a, 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 a tragic feel or smell or vibration feeling to, you know, we would lose somebody, an accident, uh, something goes seriously wrong. But you don't need to know what the good is on the outset of that problem. You just need to know based on the law of polarity that it must be there. Through higher consciousness, we often see what it is. People ask the wrong question. Something goes wrong and they're like, where is the good in this? Think about something first. As you experience something that's happening in your life that's going wrong, you also have to come from the point of, I created this. First and foremost, responsibility. Marcus Aurelius, what is it in and of itself? What is it? First principles, what is it? I created it. If I created it, I am in a current vibration that equals that which I create. How am I going to see the good from that angle? I'm not. So I have to use my intellect. I have to use my knowing, my understanding of the laws, that there is something good. When I do that, I allow myself to do something that's really amazing. I allow myself to take a step back and begin the growth process, the advancement, the personal, the professional development process. Because even if I could see the good, the understanding is not going to be the same. The understanding is coming from the consciousness, the, the, the way that we're thinking, the intellectual position of the now. What we want to do is we want to see the higher side of it, so we have to get on the other side before we can see the higher side. We have to grow. We have to transform. As we transform, the thing that we're experiencing now takes on a completely different meaning. Completely different meaning. Remember, what a lot of these books say is that when something goes bad, it carries with it the seed of equal or greater benefit. Equal or greater benefit. But you can't see the equal or greater benefit right off the bat because the consciousness is not there. But consciousness of knowing is enough in that moment. It is totally enough because it gives you the faith. It gives you the expectation. It allows you to establish using your will for the, for the current and the future outcome of the thing which you want. And it establishes the lines of growth. Now, as I grow, I get on the other side of this. As I begin to see the thing, as I begin to understand it, it has a completely different meaning. It's much higher. It's much bigger because we're no longer in the same place. If I experience something and I don't go to gratitude, I start to go down in any kind of a victimization. I lower my vibration. I begin to close down my awareness. It takes on a base vibration. I, there's no way for me to get to a higher understanding. I cannot get 
to the place of intellectually understanding or being spiritually aware of the greater benefit of this bad thing that I'm experiencing because I will, I'm refusing to let go of the negative attachment that I have to it. So we have to allow ourselves to use faith. We have to allow ourselves to let the law just be the law in the moment. Here's this thing that happens. Here, I ask the question, first I go responsibility. I ask the question, why am I choosing to experience this right now? It allows me to start to move out of the process of being a victim or stay in the process of understanding that I created, but even though I don't know how, and then using the law of polarity right there. All I know is that there is something amazing about this because that's the law. And here's also the law. The more difficult it is, the more terrible it is, the more painful it is, the more disruptive it is, the better it is when you work your way around to the other side of it from a point of higher awareness. And as you get further down that road with the awareness, as you grow through the problem, you see something completely different. But in effect, it has the ability to change the future outcomes of things forever because you're now seeing something much higher that you could not see when you're working like way back there, okay? Desire will put you in touch with the inner world of causes and, con and connect you by visible means with the substance of the thing desired. Then continuous expectation is necessary to bring it into the reality of your life. We all know that many persons desire good things which they never expect nor make any real effort to grasp. They start out well and make it halfway but they don't get any further. When they learn to comply with the other half of the process involved and learn to expect what they desire, most of their dreams or wishes will, will steadily materialize. Again, we meet people who expect things they do not want, but which often come. It's a, it's, a, it's a solid manifestation of an unhealthy principle in their life. They won't let go of being a victim. They won't let go of the wrong that was done. They won't let go of their judgment. They won't let go of the need to be right. They won't let go of the need to be not wrong. This proves that expectation is a powerful and attractive force. Therefore, they keep attracting and manifesting the same problems over and over and over again. Never expect a thing you do not want and never desire a thing that you do not expect. Every single thing in my life that has happened the good, the bad, and the ugly is 100% necessary for me to be the person that I am today and for me to be the person that I am becoming. My divine purpose is consistently unfolding in front of me, with me, through me, and affecting everybody that I come in contact with. 
Each one of us here, because we're in a process of growth, is positively affecting other people that are around us consistently. Whether you're saying anything to them or not, just being in that vibration is transformative for anybody that comes in contact with it. It brings to you all of the ways, all of the means for everything that you need to manifest. It brings you all of the options, all of the opportunity. And of course, it brings you the blessings that come with it. The money, the health, the people, the friendships, the loves in your life. And it brings happiness amazing happiness and joy into a person's life because there is such a level of understanding about the process of life itself that most people never get to. So many people just stay stuck in the idea of what is life? What is this all about anyway? And there's so many contradictions, not only in their mind, but in, in, in so much of literature. They cannot find their way through the fog. But you're understanding the process. You're becoming more aware of the process as we go through this and as you apply it into your life. If there's anything that allows you to go faster, to make bigger quantum leaps, to have a bigger vision, create amazing goals, it's gratitude because it keeps you connected to your source of supply all the time. It keeps you in the power seat. It keeps you in the driver's seat. It helps remove judgment. It helps remove self-judgment. It builds your self-esteem. It helps you change your self-image. And it makes things really fast, really fast in your life. Because you don't have that up and down constantly, you know? I got, I got knocked off track. Now I'm not feeling good about myself and I'm not feeling good about this and I beat myself up and I got to bring myself all the way back around again and start over. We just stay right in there, right in there. No judgment of mistakes. Picking ourselves up, understanding what it, where the error was from a cause and effect perspective. Being grateful for ourselves, being grateful for others, being grateful for everything that we experience our results, our circumstances, our environment, the people, the places, the things, the entire journey. Be grateful. We have so much to be grateful for. Not just so much, but everything. What are you grateful for right now? You can honestly say everything. But everything is not just a general statement. It's a specific statement based on what you're now understanding about your life. You guys are wonderful. You're beautiful. I love you. Have an amazing day and, and, and love and be grateful for the people that you're with. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.